Welcome to Rain City Supercars. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. I'm back. We're back. We're back. I was gone. Don't worry, we have a guest this week. Oh, good. <laughs> that was a lot for me to sit in the back of the van after a couple of beers and talk to you. I mean, I love talking to you, but that was, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, that was a little challenging. <laughs> when we talked on the phone and you're like, we'll do it later tonight, I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. Like, uh, it's it a bad this idea. It's not a good idea. It's a bad idea. <laughs> As usual, we're recording live at Drivers Club, brought to you by Avance, Haggerty, Rainier Beer, and Carter Subaru. It's been a good week. It stopped snowing. The roads are just I missed wet. it all. Yeah. Jared and I got back on, on Friday. We missed it all. Like, I saw a little bit of snow at the uh, gender reveal this weekend, but that's about it. Speaking so. of uh, that, that was the most epic gender reveal burn. I've seen gender reveal burnouts. They usually result in a car on fire. This one did not. And well, I remember there was that gender reveal down in Texas where they built an accidental pipe bomb and it killed the grandmother. <laughs> so there's that. Well, I guess she was. Never mind. Uh, but anyway, uh, congratulations to James and Jody on their Yay. incoming baby boy. We knew he could do it. Yep. <laughs> and <sighs> that epic burnout, which uh, we did post on our Instagram. You guys should check that out. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Good for the environment, too. Yeah, we, we recapped Scottsdale, but I wanted to ask Jared here uh, – he got the like VIP of all VIPs. He he Nick and I have never been on the stage at the auctions before. And really? Really. And Jared's up there hanging out in front of the TV cameras, drooling <laughs> over cars. Yeah. It was pretty epic. That was like a dream come true. Like watching Barrett as a kid for so long and then and then I think you it was leaned fun over. To, it was fun to watch your dreams like disappear. Like he he, he fulfilled like seven or eight checks off his list yeah yeah like <laughs> within, within, veyron within a check. minute and a half he hit a p1 gtr and a, and a veyron a cheer a brand new chiron yeah, <laughs> yeah. so yeah so scottsdale i always said it's, it's a lot cheaper than monterey and it's a lot more intimate you can just kind of you can do more stuff you can see more stuff the access is a little more lax you can actually drive to places and not curse traffic for hours on end to go three miles yeah uh, yeah but yeah and thanks to our friends at park place they really gave us the hookup yeah, shout out to Alexa. Uh, thank you, Rain Butch, of course. Yeah, I didn't, I, the David. first time, they wouldn't even let us near the stage the first time we were there, for obvious reasons. <laughs> well, we, we walked up, and we sat down in, like, the front row, and I was already like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. And then about five <laughs> minutes later, Nick leans over, and he's like, hey, you know that pass is cool to get you on stage. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that changes things. Yeah, he was gone. <laughs> yeah, and then I left. Yeah. <laughs> so did you, have, you had fun then? Oh, it was it was a it was a blast. Yeah, yeah. He got to kind of see the difference between the auctions of the chaos of Barrett, and then we went to Gooding, and then we went to Bonhams. Bonhams was like, Bonhams is like drinking tea on the lawn in England. It's very proper and prim. And that is Koenigsegg CCX. There they were selling right next to a Veyron. Mm-hmm. Kind of interesting. Do you yeah. have a you have a favorite car you saw go by? Um, probably the P1 at Gooding's would have been one of my favorite cars. Is that the yellow GTR? No, that was the. Uh, it was like a, it was a red, red P one. The red P one that I almost missed. The one that I almost walked by. <laughs> He's walking by, and I go, "Are you going to look at that car?" Yeah, it's a, it's a, and I, he didn't even get it. I'm like, "It's a P one." He's because like, it was it was I don't know it was the lighting or something. It was just it's really overwhelming. It there looked too. well, no, it looked like a 650. I'm not yeah, gonna, even yeah. I had to double take. And he's yeah. like, "Oh." I'm sitting right next to the most gorgeous blue Jaguar XJ220 I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Yeah. So. so anyway, that's what you guys are missing in Scottsdale. If you don't and get thank to go. you to. Uh, um, Bruce for Bruce inviting us, us yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Great people. We missed you, Dan. I missed all of you guys, too. Of course, Jared and I spent most of the week, people would look at, at Jared and go, where's Ashley? And they'd look at me and go, yeah. where's Dan? <laughs> 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 We're here. That's what matters. <laughs> then they'd shake their head. And we'd, yeah, okay. Well, I'm really glad you guys got a, a chance to go. Yeah. And hopefully I will be there next year. But, yeah. Um, you'd had an interesting, uh, before you left for Scottsdale, you yeah. got to go for a drive. And not our normal, like, 
uh, supercar drive, which is funny to say, not our normal supercar drive where people hand us the keys to a 570 or something. But you had uh, our, our sponsor, Carter Subaru, gave you a cool car. Yeah, uh, Carter Subaru called us and, and, and said, you know, they know I've got the cross track, and, and you know they've been a sponsor of ours for a long time, and uh, we've known that we've been lucky to know the dealership. Um, and um, they contacted me and said, "Hey, uh, would you like to try out one of the new 2020 Subaru uh, Outbacks?" And if you don't know Subaru, this is a quick thing, and, and we, Dan and I both know this is not really supercar related. But <laughs> being in the Northwest, there's a ton of supercar owners that own Subarus and things like yeah, that. Yeah, so a that's lot kind of them. Actually. That's one of the reasons why we kind of picked them up as a sponsor. But um, if you don't know, Subaru's got a global chassis now that everything the everything from the, the cross track the outback to the uh, ascent is is all built on the same chassis and so and then, then the outback got a whole new refresh inside and out and i was like yeah that's cool and i was like and i said well i'm, I'm going to walla walla um for uh, uh davis's birthday yeah. and i said are you okay with that like <laughs> i feel like every time somebody gives us a car i'm like i'm gonna put miles on this are we okay with that yeah. so disclaimer yeah <laughs> So uh, they gave me a brand new 2020 uh, Outback with their um, Northwest package on it, and I mean they took the Outback and they did they they did the Carter Subaru thing where they put on wheels, tires, window tint, badges, tule rack, wind deflector. It was all kind. Of, it was a really cool package. Yeah, I like the leather. Um, and they then put uh, it. leather interior with from Catskin. So I was really impressed. Like I, <laughs> I mean, not that I wasn't already going thinking about you know either keeping my Subaru or buying another Subaru when my lease is up, but I'm like, oh, now I want one of these. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, and we were in it, and it was perfect for wine country. We got what five people in it, and yep, we had we had the back full of wine, and <laughs> it was it was a really fun trip. And I, I mean, if you haven't seen one and, and you're thinking about that, um, we're not here to sell cars, but look at that car. It's it's very interesting. The new dash, it's it's all touchscreen. It 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 got really good gas mileage, even though it had the it had a roof basket on the top. So, I mean, that being said, I've got a huge rack on the back of my or on top of my Crosstrek, so my mileage just sucks. But <laughs> it was a lot of fun. To dr- I was really impressed. Like I, I'm Subaru's doing a really good job of of, ta- of listening to customers and actually doing what they're saying. Yeah, so. it's exceptionally well appointed when you're inside. Yeah. And like you said, it was comfortable. There was five full grown adults in that thing, mm-hmm. and it was fine. That being said, <laughs> so Subaru has their eyesight, and I love that program. <laughs> If you test drive a car with Subaru iSet and then you get back into a car, especially a Subaru that doesn't have it, be very aware. Because <laughs> I basically, when we left Seattle, I put that car on, on automatic cruise control and everything, and it drove me <laughs> to, to Walla Walla. To Walla, Walla. <laughs> like, it, it stops. I mean, it, it, will, it came to a full stop and started again. Like, I was surprised. Um, it, it was a lot of fun. But um, I really, I mean, that's those systems. Subaru's not the only one out there with those systems. But I really enjoyed the car, and it was a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, if, if you're thinking about, like, something, especially for the Pacific Northwest and the snow we get, it's ironic that my poor Subaru was stuck underground, snowing the whole time. <laughs> I built it for the winter, and it never, has never seen it. But it was a great car. We had fun. Like I said, we, like you said, we had five, well, physically full-grown adults. Mentally, I don't know. <laughs> we were drinking wine and having fun. But I, I well, really... Nick I was not, for the record. <laughs> no, I was absolutely not. No, no, no. no I, I was driving thank, a car that, I didn't way. own. So, yeah, that was... <laughs> But um, we'll, we'll post a couple. Of, we took a couple of photos of it. It was a fun car. Yeah, and we got stuck on the snow on the way back. Made it no problem. So yeah, that was we got stuck in the past. Like yeah. that was a lot of, and the car just did incredible. So not that I was surprised. So no, it's Subaru. It just does what it does. Yeah. So yeah. So Very thank cool. you to Carter Subaru for that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Carter Subaru, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll do our Carter Subaru tip of the week as our break this week. So we'll be right back.
And this week on Car Carter's Subaru Tip of the Week, speaking of Subarus. Is this the commercial, Dan? This is the commercial. Are we in the commercial? We're in the commercial. I've never been in a commercial. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Break the fourth wall, Nick. <laughs> Break it's okay. Break the fourth wall. <laughs> Ooh, I'm Deadpool. <laughs> is this audio? Is this <laughs> yeah, a third exactly. wall? <laughs> yeah, third wall. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> anyway, uh, speaking of Subarus and all-wheel drive and all things all-wheel drive, um, yeah, so for our tip of the week this week, I got shoved into a curb by a nice Canadian driver who decided to split when he realized he pushed me into a curb in Seattle. Um, that said, Canadians. It, yeah, it took out the I'm right rear wheel and tire of my Audi. Thank God, not my Porsche. Did it deflate the wheel? No. Okay. Right. Yeah, the, that would be impressive to deflate the wheel. <laughs> but no. Uh, I said what I said. Yeah, no. so basically I put a nice huge gouge in the sidewall of my tire. And I have to have that tire replaced. Well, the problem is, as many people know, that in all-wheel drive, if you've ever had to go to a dealer, oh, you need new tires. All four. That's not true. That is not true at all, actually. In fact, I can point you to many articles that will show you how to do that. What you do is you order a single tire, and if you're dealing with somebody like Tire Rack or our local friends at Right Away Tire, they will shave that tire down for you. You take measurements on all three of your other tires and shave that tire down, and all of a sudden you have a tire that is the same circumference as the rest of your tires, and you will not set off your traction control and all the other very, very tightly monitored systems in my car, like an Audi, which is very specific about that. BMW does the same thing. Uh, yep. Blake shaved down a tire for my old BMW. I didn't even know you could do that. And and the reason they're trying to sell you four tires is is it will affect the car if if there's a big huge variant. Right. It will. And and that's well, I don't want you to sit there and think that the dealership's lying to you. They're trying to protect everything else that's attached to the tires. No, so. they're right. You're, if if you could not shave that tire down, you would need to replace all four in an all-wheel drive vehicle. But um, you can take measurements, and they will show you how to do it on tire rack and how to do that. Or you know what? Save yourself the time, the headache, and make sure you do it right from the beginning and get a hold of right away tire. Um, and it's going to cost you the cost of one single tire and the shave down service. And that service varies a lot from tire to tire. So, Depending on the compound. Yeah. Add probably about 100 bucks at most. But I can tell you right now, 300 bucks for one Continental DS, uh, DWS is a lot cheaper than 900 bucks installed for four of them. Yeah. So thank you to Blake for Right Away Tire for helping me out. And then uh, it will take a little trip to Park Place, who's going to re refinish my wheel for me. So good. That's our Carter Subaru tip of the week. And we are back. Uh, this week's guest is Stu from Stu's Garage. How are you? And welcome to Rain City Supercars. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, definitely looking forward to experiencing the podcast. Uh, it's over. Happy to um, no. <laughs> <laughs> We've been wanting to have you on for a long time, actually. I messaged you a long time ago. I'm glad it finally worked out. Yeah. No, it, it was great. You know, uh, happy to be here and, and finally get to do it. Uh, Busy, busy, busy. It's that business owner thing. You know, you're always doing something. Uh, even when you're not there, it's always work. So I'm definitely happy to finally get down here and, and get to record and get to see Drivers Club. Uh, it's my first time down here. So really. Well, uh, and I want to bring up that point. It's kind of funny. We were, uh, Dan was working on technical inst uh, issue and Stu and I were talking about uh, how your father started Stu's Garage. Is that <laughs> correct? Uh, yeah. So I think you need to tell that story just for kind of. So context. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, I'm young. I, I'm 26 now. When I started the business, I was 20. Uh, so we've been open for a little over five years now. And um, uh, we had a customer come in. And this is typical. Most people don't expect me to be Stu. But this guy did know that I was Stu, which was odd. Your picture's he, on the website. Yeah, my I picture's mean, on, on the website, <laughs> you know. And so uh, he, he'd kind of been leading up to this point. And, and so... I'm there, and he says, you know, did you inherit this? Because there's no way you could have started this business. <laughs> and I, I was kind of taken aback, and I was like, no. Everything you see here was me. Mm -hmm. And he's like, huh. Well, okay. And, like, 
you know, I've dealt with my fair share of people, you know, expecting me to not be Stu or, or had help of, or be but whoever you want to be. You yeah. know, yeah. nobody's ever said it outright of you obviously inherited this because there's no way you could have started <laughs> it yourself. I oh. mean, I guess it's a comp, a backhanded compliment in the fact that it's such an extraordinary place that he, he believed that it was a second generational thing. But what I realized by getting to tell you, you getting to tell that story right off the bat is people don't necessarily know the basis of this, of what's. Stu's Garage is. So give us the elevator speech, as they say, of what Stu's Garage is and where it is. So uh, we are a self-service garage, so we provide the lift tools and equipment and experts on staff who can answer any questions you have. Uh, we're located in Kirkland, Washington. We have all of the tools that you should need to do really any mechanical job. Uh, the only things we don't really have are vehicle-specific specialty tools, but we have all of the specialty tools that you could get at a parts store or uh, you know, even more beyond that. So the only things we don't have are like if you had a, a BMW you needed, the cam timing tools. Those are things we don't have, but we do have a lot of other things. Those get expensive fast. Yeah. 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 You can rent those tools and bring them, though. Still, yeah, yeah. For very vehicle-specific tools, there are tool rental programs for that. Yep. So, And I'm sure there's mil millions of, of, of lovely single women, or not single women, single family, <laughs> single family homes. Where's your mind at this I'm week, sorry. Nick? I apologize. <laughs> what ads have been popping up on your phone? <laughs> yeah. Are they looking for you in your neighborhood? <laughs> No, we were talking. We were briefly <laughs> talking off air. I've got to recover from this. <laughs> About one of Stu's original marketing ideas on Facebook that he marketed to single-family homes to women. They basically <laughs> went out to the garage and said, "You're leaving, and you're going to go work at Stu's place now on your car because I don't want it in my garage anymore." Mm -hmm. Which is genius. Yeah, so. you know, they didn't want the mess in the garage, or mm -hmm. they they. Wanted you can't call to their use husband a mess. Jesus. Uh, well, I did. Your father never called him a mess when he was running this business. Yeah, that's true. He, so. yeah, he was better at marketing than yeah, I was. Yeah, fair enough. Fair you enough. Know. Fair enough. So. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, it it was great. We when we first started, we were getting a lot of guys because we we did a little bit of our guerrilla marketing where we went out and we put posters up everywhere. I mean, on every bulletin board we could find, we were putting up posters and we were just trying to get out there and. Uh, Get our brand. You in know front that's of called littering, places. right? I'm just just want to be clear. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> in the industry, it's oh, okay. gorilla marketing. Oh, I see. You don't so, even own a gorilla. Yeah, I've been working <laughs> on a book for the entrepreneur. You got to oh, learn see, all these I terms. See. Oh, so, gotcha. you know, It's gorilla marketing, not littering. Okay. So, okay. but we were getting all these guys coming in, and we ask everybody their first time, "How'd you hear about us?" And a lot of guys were saying, "Well, my wife knew about you. She, she saw a poster. She saw something." And she said, I'm no longer allowed to work on my car at home. I have to come here. And I'm like, ah, I like this. And so <laughs> I'm like, how can I put my poster in front of more people a little bit e easier? And so I went to social media and I started a Facebook campaign and we targeted directly to uh, married women in single-family homes. That's the phrase I meant, not single women in, in <laughs> single-family homes. Single-family homes. That's what you were looking for. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's uh, In-home mechanic. Important nuance here is if, uh, ladies, if you want to work on your car and you want oh, expert God, yeah. advice, go to Stu's. Like, you can get your hands dirty and work on it yourself. Absolutely. You anybody else to do that. We can get plenty of women customers. Uh, we treat everybody equally. You know, you're not going to get any sort of mansplaining or whatever. We answer your questions. We provide guidance. We let you dictate how self-service you really want it to be. If you want us to leave you alone, we leave you alone. If you want more help, we give you more help. They um, won't ask you if your dad bought your car. <laughs> I mean, things <laughs> no. like that. So, I mean, that's good. You know, you know, so. We let you do what you do. And, you know, I have a good story from, like, 
all sorts of different uh, perspectives on all, all our customers. And we had a, a woman come in, uh, it was probably like early December. Uh, she had just moved out here from Maryland. Uh, she needed to do an oil change on her car. She drove it across uh, the country. So do for an oil change and uh she her dad had taught her how to do oil changes and other basic maintenance and so she came in and uh we got her set up and everything and she's going along she clearly knows what she's doing i don't have to step in and say oh no don't do that and uh she comes over and she says hey um i don't have the physical strength to uh break the drain plug free can you come do that for me and i'm like well actually you do let me uh, show you a little trick and open up the box pull out the two foot long breaker bar <laughs> say all right what size is that oh 14 okay pop a 14 millimeter socket on there and and break it free and so she she broke it free i didn't have to do it for her and and that's and she said you know this is great you showed me how to do this you didn't just do it for me and i'm like well yeah i mean i want you to know how to do this yeah uh, you know i don't want you to rely on me um because this is a self-service garage I'm here to show you tips and tricks. And she said, you know, I really appreciate that. I said, yeah, we treat everybody equally here. We, you know, we don't think, oh, because you're a woman, you're weak. You know, you can't, you can't break that free. It's like, no, just grab a breaker bar. I mean, we got plenty of guys who they need the big breaker bar for a drain plug. That's not <laughs> uncommon. Get a bigger breaker bar. I knocked myself out once taking the headers off an Acura. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, you get the six-foot pipe and you get yeah. it on there and then you just let it rip. Don't pull towards your face either. Mm, yeah. yeah, no. Things you learn the hard way. <laughs> I, I, I always question about this. How do you deal with, with customers that come in with the project car? Do you do you have? I mean, you know, it's like it's like I'm going to need that lift for <laughs> the next yeah. six years. Uh, <laughs> well, so that you told know. the wife it was going to be done by May. Uh, yeah. so, no, the wife can't know. We have yeah. to leave it here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, the, uh, first of all, our pricing structure does generally prohibit a lot of that. Yeah. Um, we do tailor more towards the uh, shorter time frame. However, we do have people who come in with projects. Generally, what they do is they break their big project down into smaller individual projects so you know for example we've had a guy in just this weekend i uh, i think he might have wrapped up today doing a, a turbo install yep. and so he started friday evening worked all the way through the weekend and you know he has a whole bunch of other things to do as well but he broke it down into this one project and so he rented through the weekend and that's not a problem you just pay for the, each day and that's how I think a lot of people should actually look at it is you have this goal to have the car be this and you start here and you end there and the whole project happens, but it's individual pieces. And so we try to help people plan those projects because we're all like myself, Steve, Rick, John, uh, Sam, we're all kind of like the backyard quote unquote mechanic. And, and we've done all these projects and we've had project cars and we've built cars. And so we know kind of what's involved and so we're here to help you with that project so we tell people like okay you know you're gonna build a track car like let's do the engine and then let's do the suspension and the, you know and it helps you budget it a little bit better too because you're breaking it up into pieces you're not trying to get it all done at one time and just to be clear there is no storage of cars at Stu's garage i mean yeah he, he had the car over there over the weekend but it wasn't but it, yeah. yeah so a lot of people generally what they do is they come in for that project they're there for three days or whatever and the car is inside the whole time um when we close it we lock everything up and uh, you come back the next morning and you get started again but at the end of that time your car does leave you do yes. have to take it back home yeah uh you 
We currently allow a maximum of 14 days in our parking lot, um, and it's $10 a night. It's open, so, you know, it is park it at your own risk. However, we are down the street from Kirkland's Finest, so. Yeah, yeah so you're literally just a couple blocks from Kirkland PD, so it's a <laughs> yeah. about as safe as it gets. Yeah, you can actually see the police station from our parking lot. Yeah. So uh, Criminals are stupid, but that's a level of stupid that's, that's hard to find. Yeah, you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, there's somebody out there. There's <laughs> Yeah, there's absolutely there's one somebody. one in every family. But, you know. <laughs> So it is park at your own risk, and we tell everybody that. And so we allow up to 14 days. And so, for example, um, we had also have, you know, we have, a, right now we actually have a lot of projects happening. It's that time of year. And so we have a, a guy with an M3. He is doing connecting rod bearings and Vanos and all of those. <laughs> M3 stuff. E46 M3 <laughs> things. And so, he, you know, Things he's like, where the car doesn't start after one day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. So, you know, day one, take engine out. Yeah. And then he put the car in the parking lot and... Uh, put the engine, took it apart, put it back together, and then uh, the next weekend, put the engine back in. Yeah, and yeah. So fair. You, know, you, you do have uh, options. Uh, it's just we don't really target the people who want months or or years at a time. We we did at the start, and it just never really worked out. So uh, we find it's better to just try to stick to shorter term. Well, even if somebody's paying for a lift, you're, it's still taking up a lift that. Yeah. So yeah. Well, sense. yeah. We make more money the shorter you are. I mean, that's yeah. We we want you to be in the one to five hour time frame. Yeah, be successful. Be <laughs> get successful. Your job done and get a plan ahead. Yeah. People yeah. think that we want you to be on the lift forever. No, I I actually only want you there for one to five hours. Like that's my ideal time frame for you to be in my shop. Yeah. Perfect. So Stu's not as friendly as I thought. <laughs> no. Yeah. Five hours and get I'm out not of my your friend shop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, perfect for the standard maintenance though. Break yeah. jobs, things like that. I mean. Perfect. Well, yeah, and and that's, you know, every mechanic's bread and butter, re- regardless of if you're like a high-end performance shop, is still maintenance. Yeah. Doing brakes, doing those fluid changes, doing the simple things. That's everybody's bread and butter, including mine. And yeah. so that's, I mean, that's what we target. That's what we want to come in. So when, when you go on and, and you book either through the website or calling you and, and you get a bay with a lift and you get the lift, what, what tell me everything that comes with it. So you're getting the lift and we also have a full uh, tool set. It's... Just over 400 pieces. Uh, every bay, the full set is all metric, but we do have a uh, American tool set. Uh, we just roll the box over for you. Uh, and every bay, that's a full socket set, quarter to half, with a breaker bar, with an impact gun, with an air ratchet, spark plug sockets, combo wrenches, ratcheting wrenches, hex keys, line wrenches, offsets, like hammers, pry bars, pliers of all kinds, everything screwdrivers, everything. Every, like. It's your basic hand tool set on steroids, you know, and that's what's in every bay, and that's not a shared resource. That's your tool set. You know, you're not having to go and share that with another guy. Uh, that's right there in the box, and we have a full 10-foot countertop, nice, so you can put all your parts out, and, and you, you really do have a lot of room to work on it. The... uh the bays are 16 feet wide, so that's bigger than your standard one-car garage. They're 25 feet deep, so you know, you're know you bigger than a single-car garage, and you do have a lot of room to spread out, work on your car. And On top of what's in every bay, we do have a full tool room with literal thousands of tools um, of all sorts of different things. So you know, whatever job, mechanical, you want to do, you can 
get it done. Yeah. I think the most important or the most valuable part here, too, is you have someone to ask questions to because that's not something you're going to get anywhere. No, and that that's really the, the big value driver is we are there to help. We are there to show you the tips and the tricks and the little intricacies you don't know. It's our day job. It's not your day job. So we're there to show you, okay, you know, you're doing breaks, you're just doing the pads. Okay, just take one caliper bolt off. Yeah. Swing the caliper, Swing caliper up. up. Boom, pads <laughs> out. Squeeze it. Boom done yeah we can show you how to get it done faster because like i said hour to five hours like that's (laughs) what we want you to be there so we want to show you how to do it as fast as you can but also still safely you know we're we're there to also make sure you didn't put the brake pads in backwards seen that so many times it makes me laugh yeah you know that happens somebody who hasn't done it before they might not know and so we are kind of a backstop as well. Yeah. Releasing your emergency brakes. You can get the rear brakes off. That is common, yes. <laughs> Never happens. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> for all of our listeners, just do a quick search for Just Rolled Into the Shop. It's a Reddit sub forum and laugh your ass <laughs> off for days. But uh, anyway, um, so we know about your business now, but how did you even start this? Tell us about you and how this idea came about, how you got started, because you're a young entrepreneur providing a really awesome service. With his own gorilla. Yeah. With the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've got a gorilla in the back. Yeah, for marketing. <laughs> for marketing. That's his job. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I've always been a car guy. I mean, the first things that I built a, like in preschool were cars out of wood blocks. And, and so cars were kind of everything to me. And um, when I turned 16, my dad bought me a $500 1988 Audi 80. Uh, <laughs> it was held together with duct tape. Uh, it was not. It was uh, wheels. Great. Yeah. It, was, it was wheels, yeah. you know, and it, it was a great car for the couple years that I had it until it literally would not go into gear anymore. And uh, at that point, uh, I graduated high school. He bought me an E36 M3, which I still have and will keep forever. Cool. And then I went off to college. I went to Central in Ellensburg. And if you're not familiar with Ellensburg in the winter, it gets snowy, icy, windy, and very, very cold. Great place for an M3. Great place for an M3. (laughs) Actually, I also had a Toyota Tacoma. Ah, uh, 19 or 2001 Toyota Tacoma, classic taco sag in the in the back. <laughs> you know, the, the classic, you look at it and you're like, why does the rear look like that? <laughs> and so it needed the full suspension. And uh, this is Ellensburg in December, not friendly. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there going, man, I really wish there was this place I could go to. Then they would have all the lifts and the tools, and there'd be a guy there I could ask questions. And I'm sitting there and I go, Eureka, that's exactly what I want to do. And uh, I I just kind of grabbed the bull by the horns and and got into researching it and wrote the business plan and I dropped out of school and and that's how you know you're going to be successful is you dropped out of school and <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just kind of I'm I, doing I something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I rolled with it. I wrote the business plan and then I did all the financial projections and I I did a lot of googling and and learning on the fly and. Uh, we leased a, a spot, and, and that was very difficult because no real estate broker or agent would take me seriously. Um, you, just getting my own broker to get a lease was tough. Like, I had to go and hire a real estate attorney who then referred me to a broker. Wow. Uh, because my first broker walked me into a bait-and-switch deal. He's like, oh, yeah, we can get this warehouse place. It'll be, like, 95 cents for the office and, like, 40 or maybe even 35 cents per square foot for warehouse. And I was like, wow, that's really cheap. That sounds awesome. And uh, he sends in the letter of intent, which if you're not familiar with the letter of intent, that's like the very basic terms of what the lease are going to be, the price, the square footage, some of those details. And 
and he sends this letter of intent in, and it's a dollar twenty-five per square foot office and ninety cents per square foot. Giving himself a raise. And I'm like, ah, that's how commissions work. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, you are paying thirty cents a foot. Plus, yeah. plus. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at building a house in a shop, and I'm like, man, I would pay, kill somebody for a dollar twenty-five <laughs> square foot. I'm looking yeah. at like two hundred right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's uh, that's for renting, and this was also back in two thousand. 13 2014 so uh, prices have dramatically changed yes, they uh, have. and so uh, it was one of those moments where you're fired like it, it was just <laughs> done you did not consult with me you, you don't told have me. my best interests at mind uh, yeah. yeah you have yours not mine yeah and so at that point i kind of understood okay you know i, I need to have some representation to help me with this and and also it probably comes off better if the real estate attorney refers you to somebody because they've worked with them in the past. And so uh, lease the space successfully. Uh, in fact, we just extended for five years back in October. So we'll be at our current location for at least another five years. Um, that's great. Unfortunately, it also came with a price hike, but uh, that's typical of this area. I was going to say, we're in Kirkland. I mean, it go up yeah, to 40 yeah. cents a square foot. I hate that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah it <laughs> yeah. went up like 30, 30%, yeah. Yeah. roughly. Okay. And we did not increase our prices <laughs> by 30%. We increased it pretty much by the minimum we had to. Um, and so from there, it, it was setting it up how I would want my home garage. Every bay is essentially like, if I could have this in my house, that's what you're getting. And so, th and people love that, you know, it, come to find most car people are very like-minded. Um, you set it up how you would like it and they probably will too. And we also do take suggestions and feedback very seriously. We, we on top of just giving advice and, and helping, we do talk with our customers, get to know them and, and talk with them and ask like, what would you like to see? What can we do better? You know, tell us uh, and we listen we we really do take those to heart um one of our popular things that we were asked at the start was tire equipment so we got tire equipment <laughs> and then we realized nobody knew how to use it and it wasn't something we could teach you and it was just a nightmare and so we got rid of it um so uh, but that's still probably the most common thing is do you have tire equipment no we don't Call right away tire, everybody. They're not a sponsor, but they've helped Absolutely. us Nick and I out so many they times. They will bring tire equipment to your house. Or to Stu's yeah. while you're there. Yeah, yeah. 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 you're Stu's, at Stu's yeah. and your stuff worked on. Absolutely. Call Blake. He'll show up and help I've you I've had out. Blake come out and do tires for me. Um, yeah. You know, he did a great job. He came right out. It was right away tire was great for me, and I refer uh, people to them all the time. And, yeah, you know, if you're working on your car in that one to five-hour time period. <laughs> there you go. They will be there and get it done quick. I have a question about the uh, expert guidance that was included in, in the package. Sure. Now you're not like, are, are, are you also hireable in the fact that if I come in there and I don't have a friend, can you come help me? How does that work? So that's kind of where that the barrier starts. Okay. Um, so we can talk you through things. We can, you know, tell you, try this, try that, answer questions, but we cannot help you physically do the job. Okay. Um, so we always tell you, try to bring a friend. Um, you know, we have multiple Tools for holding things up, but nothing beats a second set of hands. Um, we are not hireable. Uh, don't try it. <laughs> we get that question a lot. I'll, you know, I'll just hire you to help. And it's like, yeah, that price starts at 200 an hour and goes up from there. Yeah. And most people go, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, set your price high if you don't want to do it. And if somebody uh, <laughs> says, okay, sure, at least you're getting paid you're well. You're getting paid well. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, no, we, we don't do that. Um, but... And then that's also the thing is we are also a shared resource. So that $47 an hour you are paying is also being spread across six, seven people. So 
all of those people paying that that's how we are able to to support having somebody there for asking questions without having to pay a lot of money um, and there's an expert on site as long as the doors are open correct? as long as the doors are open there is somebody there with at least 10 years of experience excellent and that's daily doing it all the time not like oh you know i've been around cars for 10 years yeah you not know. an asc certified youtube mechanic no <laughs> no no you know that brings up a good point actually something we were talking about <laughs> before we started um and, and i think Stu put it best if you go on youtube and you see somebody did a brake job for one hour on youtube that does not mean it's going to take you an hour to do the brake job Especially if it's your first yeah. time <laughs> if it's your first time you know that pad that a little bit yeah and, you know, we've we've been doing this for over five years now. Uh, we have a lot of experience in time estimation. Give us a call. Yeah. Shoot us an email. We're pretty quick on email uh, responses as long as it's before midnight and after 8 a.m. We're usually pretty quick on our email responses. Um, give us a call anytime between like 9 and 7.30. Um, and we're happy to tell you like, okay, you know, are you doing rotors and pads? Yeah. Is it just the front? Yeah. Okay. Is it your first time? Yeah. Okay. Two hours at least, you know, two to three. You're probably going to be in that range. And make sure you have everything before you get there. Uh, you don't want to be wasting your time running around <laughs> trying well, to get parts. And that's the thing is, so we also are like, we call ourselves the full-service self-service shop. Uh, even if you don't have the parts or say, you know, you, you thought you had the parts, but they're the wrong ones. Uh, we partner with all of the parts suppliers in our area. And as long as you are buying the parts from us, we will have it delivered. And generally in 20 to 30 minutes. So, wow. you know, you're doing your brakes and you go, oh no, wrong pads. Okay, no problem. We'll go and order the right ones as long as they're in stock with any of our suppliers, which we have four different suppliers. Generally, one of them's going to have it. And we get it ordered up. We tell you, okay, can you work on something else? Generally, that's yes. Uh, so we get you working on something else and the part will show up usually in that 30 minute time range and then you can get going again it's not like you have to stop put it back together take the car off the lift go to the parts store and then you know it's like if you're doing this at home it's catastrophe yeah you are stuck you are calling friends hey can you take me to or you have to get in your other car and go to the parts store and you know yep. we take care of all of that uh, we make it as convenient as possible for you. Yeah, in the commercial world, my one of my first jobs as a driver wasn't delivering pizzas. It was actually working for it was Shucks Auto Supply at the time, and I was a commercial delivery driver. Don't worry, they'll still leave you saying "Oh Shucks." Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, and and I used to in local businesses have a have a deal like the commercial side of it. You can go dealers. Uh, Olympic brake supply is still around, um, but we used to deliver parts to all the shops in the area, and it's like we, there's a whole commercial division that consumers never see for all the dealers and everything and they all have delivery drivers and as long as it's business to business they're really quick mm -hmm. and so it was a it was a big deal i was under the clock all the time I actually really liked that job i got to know all the mechanics all the shops in the area and there it was really cool i remember in spokane that and probably everywhere that napa had like the little yeah S10 little pickup little hat on the top put the hat on the yep, top still yeah. got yep, they yeah. still have them sure. yeah. yeah they're nissans now but okay yeah. well, well. <laughs> <laughs> don't buy american or anything <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're all, you know, no, franchises. I, yeah, I got you. Well, cheap trucks from a failing company. Mm. Ah, <laughs> sounds right. Hey, if you want to engineer how to get out of a country in a, in a, in a yeah, music yeah. case, oh, Nissan's the Yeah, people. fun follow-up <laughs> from that episode. Yamaha released a – Yamaha 
Music Industries, who released a public <laughs> statement saying that you should not put yourself in a musical equipment box because you probably cannot breathe. You should, even <laughs> in spite of drilling holes in the bottom, they do not recommend it. But they made this an actual release, which was amazing. These are just things that we shouldn't have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody should have had to have sued McDonald's because the coffee was hot. No, you need to look <laughs> into that story. That's one of the best legal cases I know. ever. And that was a totally legitimate lawsuit. <laughs> No, no, no. Look into it. That's one of the most interesting things you'll ever read in your I life. Know, they didn't story. really want the money. I know that. But No, in fact, but yeah. you, I tell everybody when they do, they make that reference. That story. Yeah, yeah, look into that legal case. It's one of the most fascinating things you'll ever read in your life and how that was a very legitimate lawsuit. So, yeah. Did the some research. And the guy in the lawsuit all. was definitely not Dan Putnam. No. <laughs> I, 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 look into it. <laughs> I researched it for a project years ago on present. It was actually a presentation, not on law, but it was like a, how to present. How to, it, was a, it was a class on presenting. But anyway, we're digressing here. Uh, but sorry. seriously, yeah. everybody should look into that. It's one of the most interesting <laughs> stories I've ever read. Anyway. Trigger. <laughs> yeah. But as far as uh, shipping yourself out of the country in a musical instrument case, like the <laughs> Nissan CEO, I recommend not doing that. <laughs> to get back on track. Even Yamaha. <laughs> Yamaha doesn't recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> not fit for human storage. No. This will be a casket. <laughs> <laughs> Yet they did not come out and say that you couldn't use a violin case for a Tommy gun. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. More you do. <laughs> what? It was a guitar case in... Uh, Desperado. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> yes. Yes, Dan. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Off the rails? Yep. Were we ever on them? Nope. <laughs> nope. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back. And we were talking on the break about uh, the probably endless list of funny stories that come with running a self-service garage. Because I have a lot from my garage, which is oil in the driveway and e-brakes that don't get released. <laughs> to be fair, most of your stories come from Jordy. <laughs> not you. No, no not you no, at all. No, no. We made one mistake once. Literally, we were doing the brakes on the BMW, and we we were beating on the <laughs> that pesky brake. Yeah. yeah. Well, we were safe. Yeah. <laughs> the car wasn't going anywhere, so yeah. Uh, yeah. I have learned the value of a very good hammer, though, in my garage. When it comes to oh, getting man. stuck rotors off, I've had like the brake puller on there and everything. No, no, hammer. No, hammer. Just I got a big enough hammer now, where you don't, just like don't boom, 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 off. No little tink, tink, tink. Hit it like you want to break it. Yep, exactly. We, we like stripped I, off, stripped your tool yeah. doing my car. I have since. I, I came across one of the most stuck brake I've ever had, and I literally grabbed the biggest sledgehammer I have, and I was like, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to do it like they do on the videos and see how mm -hmm. it works. And I literally just slammed the crap out of that thing, and it was like two hits right off. No problem. And that yeah. thing was solid because the person didn't maintain their brakes at all. <laughs> Jordy. <Yep>. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, we were beating on my rear uh, rotors for like ten oh, minutes. Yeah, and 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 I go and, and I sat in the car and accidentally took off the emergency brake and I heard this ting. It just fell it off. Just fell like, off. Mother. Whoops. <laughs> so actually, a good tip though, if, if you are going to take the hammer to your brake rotor, obviously make sure you're replacing it. For yes. One. Yeah. Uh, but two, in the instance that oh it does go ting and falls on the floor, put a lug nut 
on. Yeah. And, you know, you don't have to, like, cinch it down, but get, you know, a good few threads, have it so it's, Something you know, just from a stopping little bit it going away. Ting. Yeah. And don't let it fall on your feet. So that that is <laughs> probably the second tip. You know, maybe a lot of people do know about hit it with a hammer, but always put a lug nut on first. Because That's a really it, good idea. You know, it is not fun when the heavy brake rotor is falling on a lift from multiple feet onto your feet. The funny thing was the last one I did, it was one of those well-designed ones where you can actually put a screw into the into the center and yep. it'll actually remove it from the hub. I just didn't have the right size metric screw for it. And so I now I bought then. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have I have I bought like a, one of those little cheap Amazon metric bolt sets now. It's just sitting yep. in my garage, but that's all I have it for. Because it's like they're too low quality to use anything that I actually mm-hmm. use it for, but they're perfect for I don't care what happens to this. <laughs> yep. yep. Just screw it in and screw it in, pops it off. Yeah. Anyway, so what's a fun story you're talking about? Uh, you know, we we get a lot. Obviously, uh, you deal with the public, you get the public. You know, and, and we love it. You know, we love seeing all of the different people. That's well a said. Great thing. Um, yeah. But some of our like most favorite stories are always the ones where. The advice is involved. Um, we had a, a guy, he came in, he was doing a bunch of different things, a lot of suspension work, and he, he kept coming over and asking us questions and say, hey, you know, how do I do this? And we'd tell him, and he'd go, no, you're wrong. <laughs> like, quite literally, he'd say, no, you're wrong. And I, okay. And so he would go and try it his way, and maybe he'd break something or it wouldn't work, and he'd come over and say, hey, how'd you do that again? <laughs> and we'd tell him, and he'd go, oh, okay, I still think you're wrong. And then he would go over and, and keep working at it. And he took quite some time to do it. And we were really just kind of beating our heads against the wall with this guy because we were trying to help. We were really honestly trying to help him go faster and get it done more uh, efficiently. Then why were you telling him everything wrong? I know. He Well, according to him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So, uh, And so at the end of it, we were just like looking forward to this guy leaving. <laughs> we were very happy to see this guy going. And it was really funny because he's checking out and he goes, you know, you guys were so awesome. You helped me so much. You gave me all of this advice. It was so useful. <laughs> you guys are the best. And I just sat there and I swear my mouth dropped open in like amazement that he said that to me. I was like, how? You've spent the whole weekend telling us we're wrong. Multiple personality <laughs> disorder is a real thing. People. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was the case. Maybe, you know, he, he, he realized at the end that, you know, maybe that advice wasn't bad. <laughs> you know, maybe he w- he was going over there and like actually using some of it. So that would that would be my hope. But you know, we also do have the customers who take everything we say to heart. We had a guy come in. Uh, he software engineer, never picked up a wrench in his life. Like he knew that wrenches were a thing, <laughs> but he could not open the toolbox and say like definitively what the r- like these are. Yeah. And so he bought an E30. Uh, convertible and not so great shape. You know, it, it was a dirty 30. And uh, <laughs> he came in and he had literally never picked up a tool like ever, maybe once or something. And uh, he worked his way up. He started with oil change and then he did brakes and then he started doing some suspension. And by the end of it, he has completely overhauled the suspension, completely overhauled the entire drivetrain, rebuilt the engine himself, like literally wow. everything. I mean, cool. everything. This is probably like the cleanest E30 you're ever going to come across. Um, and, you know, he, he just, he came in, he did an oil change kind of as a trial to see how much advice do you really get. And we were very helpful and we, we tried to give him as much information as he could and we would point him in directions and say, hey, you know, 
we can't sit down with you on this, but we're going to put you in this spot and we're going to say, go and look at this, or we know where a guide is for that, or we can print one off and we can fill in those blanks. Um, and I mean, literally he has rebuilt this entire car and we don't see him very much because the car is perfect. <laughs> like, I, 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 we were you actually yourself out of a job. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. Because he worked guess you what? out of a job. Yeah, <laughs> he's telling every single person he knows about us, and that's the more important thing. You know, I want you to come back twenty times for a few hours at a time, or you know, if it is a bigger project, that's cool too. But I, I want you to come in a lot of times. That's our our average is uh, something like three, like three and a half, four visits per customer. Oh, that's um, good. So, yeah. you know, we we are building it so you want to come back. Yeah. I don't want a single visit. I want you to have a good time, be fast, be efficient, and and feel very accomplished at the end. And uh, so, I was like telling that success story um, for this customer, and since he's been able to fix all sorts of things, I think he actually has a, a Porsche Cayman now, and no. he doesn't have to do anything on that either because that doesn't ever break. Well, it'll need a slave cylinder sooner or later. Uh, yeah, <laughs> master but, and slave cylinders on those are. But yeah, no, the uh, thing. He he's like probably my favorite success story, and I always like to make sure to point out that for every one customer who gives us a hard time or whatever, we have hundreds of awesome customers who listen to everything we have to say, and they they feel very good about it and they get the job done. Yeah, well, it's in both parties' best interests to <laughs> take advice and listen to it, so and, and you to give it, so. Absolutely, and, and that's what we're there for. You're paying for it. You know, it doesn't get any cheaper. You know, if you didn't ask us a question, we don't knock any money off. It, <laughs> yeah. You might as well use it. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> you did this all on yourself. Here's a refund. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. as anybody who's ever worked on a car will tell you, uh, looking at it on a YouTube video and seeing <laughs> it done is a whole different story than getting your hands dirty and doing it yourself. Yep, yep, you just got to get in there and do it, and, like, that's how I learned. Um, you know, I just got in there and did it. Now, my personal favorite way of learning was I convinced my friends that their cars needed mods or upgrades <laughs> or that they needed to do this job. And I would say, yeah, you buy the parts. I'll come and help you fix it. And that's how I learned a lot. And then I learn even more every day from seeing and, and participating. You in should get a turbo. <laughs> that's a great <laughs> advice right? yeah, point. Sure, I, yeah. Well, I mean, I took yeah, a friend into yeah. a whole engine swap. So... Yeah, he, yeah, you should do that too. Yeah, <laughs> STI swap in the cross trek. No, oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> LS engine, LS engine. Come on, <laughs> that's also another well, thing. We're I like that for. idea too. That'd yeah, be fun <laughs> to work. That'll match up with my stock Subi transmission, right? Totally. Sure. Totally. <laughs> Enough Once. hammers, anything's possible. <laughs> Once. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> we can use JB Weld. It'll work. Yeah, it's fine. I have fixed a lot with JB Weld. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we have a lot of JB Weld. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, so I went, we were booking guests for this. The first thing I did, of course, is uh, we, were, we were looking for guests for the new year, and we have some pretty amazing ones coming in uh, that a lot of people have been asking for, a really good one next month. But uh, we always try and source the local community. It's not just Everything between now and next month is good, too, by the way. Just yeah. <laughs> no, no. But it, for every, yeah. you know, Madeline Puckett and Cliff Averill and Peter Gleason, we get, there's, we get a lot of the local guys that are uh, – doing stuff like Stu's doing. And so, of course, I reached out on Avance and said, hey, who knows somebody cool? And Stu's like, hey, I'm still here. I'm like, yes, <laughs> awesome. I mean, I have him on the show forever. And so, of course, we got Stu on the show. But um, thank you, Avance, for that. Thank you, our sponsor. 
Uh, they have some pretty awesome events coming up. Um, if you are a charter member, which uh, the standard hundred bucks a year, everybody gets to join, spend the hundred bucks. They get the Griot's Garage kit, and they're like, "Well, that was worth it alone." But the charter members get the really cool stuff that you cannot get for just signing up, and that is one of my one of the coolest tours uh, around here. Private collection tours is the Dirtfish Rally Car Tour, and if you want serious pieces of WRC history. Uh, it's right here in the Northwest. You don't have to go to the Europe to see some of the most amazing cars that have ever raced. Uh, Ford RSs, um, Colin McRae's cars. I mean... RS200s, yeah. Yeah, the RS200 is up there. Like, there's... Um, I don't think people realize that there's two places you can do rally in this country, and Dirtfish is the number one place. Like, yeah. People come from around the world to Dirtfish. Yes, so. and it's one of the most amazing facilities up there, but you are seeing the behind-the-scenes private collection tour. That is on February 1st. It's a charters, charter member-only event. It is one of the most impressive collections you'll ever see. Um, I highly recommend uh, anybody, who, if there's still spots up, and I don't even know if there is at this point. These things usually are filled up instantly when they get these charter member tours, but that's going to be an awesome one. Uh, they're doing a tech session with race and RC cars uh, coming up again on February 8th. Uh, that's going to be awesome. They have an on-road and an off-road course. Um, <laughs> so we were playing with them in Drivers Club the other day. <laughs> I was like, man, this is still a lot of fun. <laughs> this is every bit as fun when I was 10. <laughs> we're giant children. Oh, well, I, the toys just get bigger. As yeah, get exactly. Older. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a lot coming up in February, though. There's a drive coming up in February, too, on the 22nd. That's to be determined. But anyway, February is filled, filled with a bunch of great stuff coming up. So if you're not an Avance member, Avance.com, sign up, tell them we sent you. Uh, you'll see a lot of our posts. You'll see Nick and I are very active in that community. Um, and it's just a great community to be a part of. And we're super lucky to have them as a sponsor because we've been friends with Adam from day one of Avance, and it's been one of the best relationships we've had So in the car world. Yeah. So I agree. I concur. <laughs> Thanks for the approval, Nick. <laughs> I have a word of the day calendar. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, if you want to spend some time working on your car, uh, check out Stu's Self-Service Garage. Um, what's your website, Stu? Stu'sGarage.com, S-T-E-W-S, garage.com. You can book online. You can get all the information that you didn't or, you know, wanted to hear. <laughs> we, we have a lot of information on our website. Yeah. So you can get pretty much including all the Including a info, picture of Stu. Including yeah. a picture of me, yes, yeah. yes, all the way at the bottom. In case you want to <laughs> find him and ask him who started Stu's Garage. Yes. Well, no, yes. I inherited Stu. it. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. <laughs> Somebody still had to start it, Stu. Ah, uh, yes. True, true. Yeah. God, this is why I used to go to your father. <laughs> no. Hey, you know what, though? This is a great point, though. If you want to, if you don't have the space or the tools and you want to get started and see if this is something fun to do, this is a lost art with your kids. You don't have yeah. to be a mechanical expert to do this. This is a great way to spend some time and give your kids and yourself some much-needed knowledge. You can both learn together. And it's, uh, like I said, it's one of my favorite memories growing up with my dad is working on cars. Absolutely. And, and my brother and everybody else. So I highly recommend everybody does this. And you don't need, you don't need to be a dude. Um, Allie, I met tonight, Sue's girlfriend, uh, was schooling me out on the showroom floor of Drivers Club telling me about some Formula One stuff out there. And I was more than impressed. And I'm happy to say I was like, I did not know that. So, uh, Learn yeah. Learn something new every day. Thank you, Allie. Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah. I, I wish I could have been there to see you school. <laughs> <laughs> that was just was nice. Like, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to let you know I didn't know that. <laughs> well, to his credit, he was forthcoming. Absolutely. No, he always is. So. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming in, Stu. Uh, for this episode of Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And don't just get there. Enjoy the drive. <laughs>